welcome to Economics. It is the second week of January, and we are here to talk all things nerd. Brian's got a sweatshirt on because he's cold. He's got a powdered toast shirt. Powdered toast, man. My brother got this for me for Christmas. Ah, like I, I was, I was secret. He was my secret Santa. Well, I was his secret Santa. Ah, so he got me this gotcha. cool powdered toast man hoodie, and it is a cold one today. So it I is. am it wearing is a hoodie. Ten degrees outside. Yeah. There's like a feel like of like minus eight or something like that. It's and like my, my basement isn't the warmest sometimes. So, yeah. 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 It uh, is. Feels like minus five. It says on my phone right now. Yeah. Luckily, tomorrow we will bounce back to well, balmy, balmy 30, 30 degrees. degrees. Open the pool. Get the pool ready, baby. Because we're going ready, to school tomorrow. As my dad says, and I know I just take and use as well. So have you noticed you do that now? Do you do do you say even though we're not dads, do you like take things your dad used to say and now you like take them as your own and use them? I've noticed like I do that with my dad's sayings and my grand grandfather's sayings. I'll just say things. I won't even I won't even like realize it. I just say it. I don't know. I feel like I have I, I don't I mean I, I think I have dad like jokes or dad like sayings around the house. Yeah. Yeah, that potentially my dad probably said it sometime. Like I catch myself after I say it, I'm like, oh my god, I didn't like my dad. Like it is what it is. I say that all the time. Claire's like, okay, Rick. I'm like, oh my god, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, your dad did. I mean, that's a common thing, but your dad would say that a lot. Yeah, that's my dad's like, like. It is what it is. That's the equivalent. Is if okay, say we're having a political discussion. Yeah, and we're not, and and I say something. And you, like, I say something that's factual, not factually not true. Yeah. But you don't know much about that topic. But yeah. all you say, well, that's not true. Yeah. But you don't. And then I, th- then then the person would say, well, I don't know. I I I, I don't know about that. That's how you just yeah. end the. I don't know about whatever. that. Yeah. My, my, my dad's other one is whatever. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. I don't know why. Well, I, I just don't it's know a, about that. It's like it's a get out of jail free card. You just kind of walk away from the conversation. It is what it is. And then you just kind of yeah, disappear into yeah, the ether. Yeah. I, I, it's a Rick Warnock trait. It's like, it is what it is. And then it, it is. Just disappears into smoke, like Batman smoke. Like, I'll see my grandfather and he'll just start talking about politics, which, yeah. I, like, so I'll say something yeah, back to just him. Just regurgitating the, the, the usual lines. And I'll say something back to him, like, well, well this is why. And then he'll just say something else. I go, well, I just don't know about that. <laughs> yeah. I, I want to end the conversation. I don't really. Sure. We're not going to solve the world's problems yeah. standing yeah. in your living room. So exactly. I don't care. Exactly. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> it is what yeah, it no, is. I catch myself doing that more and more as I get older. Oh, wow. Speaking of getting older, I know Betty White passed away a couple weeks ago. Uh, yes. But we watched a wonderful documentary on Netflix about Betty White that came out in 2019. Um, yeah, that was a good one. I remember yeah, seeing that one. Wow. yeah, we, we watched that. It was really good, really mm-hmm. touching. I don't know if it's on Netflix beyond the seventeenth. I think they're taking it off. I think they're taking it off, and they were planning on doing something for her birthday. So I think that was what the shtick was. Yeah, uh, but really good. And then um, I didn't watch much this week. Uh, we watched a net Netflix release a bunch of um, comedy specials, new ones. Mm. 
uh, we watched uh, Mark Normandy's, which was really funny. And then uh, Vanessa Venusenor from SNL. Uh, uh-huh. Hers was really funny, too. There's a couple. There's more comedians. It's like three seasons. They just released like eight, I think seven or eight half hour mm. specials. For I just season. watched the new Jim Gaffigan one. Oh, was it good? It was good. Yeah. I want to check that out. That yeah. was on our, we saw that too. Right? Yeah. Oh, Party man. Monster, whatever it's called. Something yeah. Like that. Yeah. Um, you know what? Um, um, never mind. I can't think of their name, so I'm not going to even try to remember. Anyway, okay. anyway, I don't, I don't know. Um, for, how was your week, Mark? I mean, I mean, it was good. Just a lot of sitting in the house. It's uh, back to the old uh, semi lockdown situation uh so kind of just doing that thing uh watching not much i finished watching titans season three which was very good uh a better gotham than the gotham show ever was i would say that uh they delve way deeper into like the bruce wayne lore yeah they do a very good jason todd story in that season three uh, the whole Red Hood story, like pretty much cover. Uh, besides that, didn't really watch much else. Uh, a lot of football. It's last week of football. So a lot Patriots of Patriots last. They did, and then the coach for the other team got fired. So, well, they're not going to fire Belichick. No, no, the Dolphins coach got fired like the next day. So why? I guess they're saying he wasn't. They didn't. They didn't have good relationships with each other in the organization well here's my thing now so the patriots lost so now the they're playoffs. they are doing the wild card yes is that this weekend yes wow playing the Get, buffalo bills now i have to imagine they're going to beat the buffalo bills buffalo bills are pretty good these are they the doing... 90s buffalo bills these are new buffalo all right bills. well it's it's amazing how great the patriots were doing in mid-season and then now they're in, they're in the wild card. I mean, there was a point in time where they won a couple of games in a row, right? Yeah. Am I wrong there? Yeah. Well, they're also they're actually playing with a rookie quarterback. It's their new quarterback they drafted, Mac Jones. Mac Jones. The mother Mac Jones. Uh, yeah. So he's their new quarterback, and I think it's it. I'm astonished they're in the playoffs with the rookie quarterback. I wasn't expecting it to happen this quickly. Yeah. I would think it'd be another year or two before they actually got like the ball rolling again, but it looks like they're just heading back into hopefully back into being the Patriots of recent times, not the old Patriots. I remember from growing up. Yeah. So. Um, it'd be interesting. Cause yeah, it's like crazy. Super bowl is in February. So a month from last week, February's, uh, February 6th. Now, where's it being held? SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles. Now, is it going to be probably like last year where it's, they're only going to let a certain amount of spectators in? Oh, wide open. Wow. They're playing games there right now. They have two teams playing in that. They must. So. Are they doing like vaccine people only? Is that how they're I doing? I don't know. I'm not in charge of it. No, I, I didn't know. I didn't know if you knew. Well, I know they do have a backup if it doesn't. If SoFi, if stuff goes south, I guess, in Los Angeles, uh, this backup plan is Dallas. So, where there's no rules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I figured so, it's going to be going out in Texas or Florida where there's no rules. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. I, 
like just to skirt well, they just around. had the national championship for football in college I yesterday saw that. in Indianapolis, yeah. and that was completely full. So it was packed, and it, yeah. you know, people are celebrating the streets. I'm like, yeah, oh my god, that's scary looking. Yeah, well, it was Georgia where they celebrating so it was the first time that team has won 41 years i heard i heard I, yeah. I, but it looked like a super spreader i was just it like oh, thinking my grandfather because he lived in georgia for years and he's, he used to joke about georgia football all the time because they were like he's like oh they waste all the state's money on that stupid school and now they won. come on there was a coach that georgia had when i was younger that they had paid a lot of money for and my grandfather would always complain about it he's like they're wasting all that money in that stupid coach they could be using it to pave roads oh boy Ugh. i was like oh man so when georgia was winning last night i'm like oh they're finally gonna pay off that money that you've been complaining about i'm sure tons of people said that about the whalers at one point oh yeah yeah, yeah. every team uh, if you're every not a sports team. person you think every team is the worst thing in the world i know especially if they're losing oh yeah yeah um well, Mark. Um, oh, I am. I'm almost done with my rewatch of Cowboy Bebop, the animated series. Ah. Uh, I'm. I'm gonna. I realized I'd only watched the first ten episodes with Hutzel back in nine, like in early two thousands, and I love the show. I, I mean, like, I remember watching those first ten. I remembered watching. I'm like, oh, I remember those. But I am. I am. I love the the anime. Um, I am now more interested about the Netflix show. I'm going to start from the beginning once I finish the uh, animated run, and uh, I want to have a full report of what I what I feel. And if it was, my, I will. I want to have a. I'm going to have a Brian ruling if cancellation was needed or they should have made a season two. But there is a petition that has been signed by a considerably amount of people to. Netflix to bring back it in season two. So this guy. Um, I'm excited though. I love I I love the theme song. I play it in my house all the time. I will Alice, tell you Allison's will singing you, the theme song all the time now. She doesn't even know why. Yeah. I will tell you, and they remixed the new like they actually brought the actual artist back and she redid the yeah, tank. The name yeah. of the song is Tank. Yeah. Yeah. Uh I will tell you the story of the TV show is not exactly like the cartoon which is i think why a lot of people weren't super into it right away because it doesn't really it it has the same feel and story but not the exact same right i i did so. watch the first episode and i did enjoy it yeah. but i was like you know you know how i am like if there's a show i'm like oh, i'll read the graphic novel first yeah but but with this i'm like i should really just see through the whole show the yeah. original show and then i'll watch netflix it gives me something to look forward to yeah so i've been doing that i watch like one a day so yeah um and that's about it mark shall we get into the news sure shoot what we uh, got all right well over the weekend spider-man no way home has secured its fourth domestic weekend box office victory yeah 30 it's, some million dollars it hit it has no competition so it is um, the sixth on the uh, highest grossing movie. List. Yes, yes. Just past the Titanic. Ta- and Jurassic World. Just dropping like the Titanic. <laughs> I know. I want to actually, I'm going to go to Box Office Mojo right now and see where we are. I would like it. Live update. 
I would like to see Spider-Man. The only things left are the two Infinity War movies, Black Panther, Avatar, and I think Avengers is the other one. No, here we go. Oh, wow. Okay. As of right now, Spider-Man No Way Home is number six, which we just yeah. said. Nothing has changed. It is, it is a sliver away beating Infinity War and maybe like a little bit more it could beat out Black Panther. Then the big hurdles are the top three. Avatar, Avengers Endgame, and The Force Awakens. Yeah, I don't think it could be a Force Awakens or Endgame, but I do see it getting to number three and beating an Avatar. Because there's nothing coming out. And this movie has, it's got the potential of people seeing it over and over and over again. Um, so I really believe this could be Avatar, which I gotta, gotta hope. Um, but it's also crazy to think that 2019 was the last time we had a big movie like this, Endgame. And then, is it also blows your mind that The Force Awakens came out in 2015? Doesn't that kind of blow your mind a little bit? It, it would have, but I got the thing right before Spider-Man that it was the anniversary of us going to see Rogue One, which blew my mind. Because I was like, I couldn't think that. Like, that was 2016, the year yeah. after Force Awakens. Right. I was like, what? That's crazy. I know. It's crazy. I feel like it was way longer than that. It just doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel right. Um, what happens when you rush through a series of movies that should have taken way longer? Yeah. Um, and then worldwide, Avatar still has number one because it came out in the theater a couple years ago to beat out Endgame again. Um and right now, Spider-Man No Way Home is number eight in the, in the uh, global, which is pretty freaking good um, to being global. It's, it's going to squeak out Lion King and Jurassic World. So I think that it could beat those two in the next couple weeks. All right, Mark, I got other news. What okay. are you doing? What are you doing? You're reading texts over here. Uh, just work things are popping and happening. So I got <clears throat> All right. Uh, an invincible artist is suing Robert Kirkman over animated show profits. Um, so Robert Kirkman, yet again, has, is finding himself in legal troubles. This is the second yes. time. Um, he had the same problem with the co creator of The Walking Dead. He sued him, said he swindled him out of his side of the deal. This guy saying the same thing about Invincible. Co-creator William Crabtree claims he co-created Invincible. He was the comic book's colorist for the first 50 issues, but was convinced by Kirkman to surrender his ownership of the title back in 20, 2005 in order to make it easier to sell the rights to studios. So basically, he told the guy, like, it's easier for me to convince um a place to buy this to be a movie or cartoon if it's only coming from one person yeah that's so true he, well i don't know if that's really true but anyway it's like it could have been a thing of like hey instead of the two of us going to these meetings all the time and you're not good in these meetings signed over to me 
I'll be the person to go and do these things. I have well, the clout. I could use it to get this out. It's not, that's not. Or exactly. could even the thing of that guy wanting to get out of being involved in the, sh- in the whatever and just being like, hey, I don't want to like do all that. And he's like, well, I want to go and promote to get the thing made into a movie or a show. Well, I here it is. Right from you. He claims that Kirkman persuaded him to, by s- stating that Invincible would be more uh, saleable to studios if it came from a single creator. This is coming from Crabtree. Kirkman falsely told, or the lawyer, Kirkman falsely told Crabtree that Crabtree's rights and financial interest in the work would remain unchanged if he signed the certificate of authorship and that the document would simply allow Kirkman to make the licensure of the work more easily, resulting in greater profits for both of them. But the guy never saw the profits. Um, so they are, um, it's going to be in front of a court, uh, a judge. I guess they're going to be, um, I don't think that it's going to be settled out of court. Um, I think um, t- uh, Tony Moore from The Walking Dead claimed he was swindled from Kirkman as well. Um, and that ended, th- there was a settlement. Uh, between the two parties. Yeah, that's all it's going to be. It's just here's a couple million. Leave me alone. Yeah, it's it's just not a good look for Kirkman. Well, it's because it's just the thing is, is what he's what the problem is is the properties. He's continuing doing the properties, and these other guys like start with him doing the properties, and then just either fade away or end up, you know him wanting to like want to do something and then the other guy's like i don't want to do that and so just you know yeah. and then the thing ends up taking off and like oh wait a minute well that's not, it's not it's different from what you just said and what really happened kirkman just basically told him sign over your rights from this project basically take and the guy was just like yeah but i don't want to and Kirkman mm. persuaded him to. So he did, thinking, well, I'm still going to make money here. Yeah. But he didn't, because yeah. Kirkman basically lied to him. But uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll see how this baby. we'll see how this all happens, unfolds. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you're part, in my opinion, if you're part of the original create, creation of a project that ended up becoming something else, you should get. But how do you really know? That's everything too. Unless His you name's have, like, on written, the book. His name. I know. I'm saying. Book. Besides that, I'm saying like in other facets of stuff, things happen like that all the time. But but in this, his name is on the book. So yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. it's there. But anyway, yeah. anyway, we'll have to see. I mean, I like Kirkman. I mean, but at the same time, business wise, I don't know. We don't know what kind of type of Whatever. person it is. Um, but that's news. Um, any any news from you, Mark? Not really. It's pretty quiet. All quiet in the Western Front. Just kind of getting ready for. Uh, I don't really know what I'm getting ready for. I don't know what <laughs> you're getting ready for. Um, I do want to say something before we jump into Book of Bubba Fett. We have uh, February 27th will be the next East Windsor Comic Con. Yeah. Fingers crossed that it still happens. Yeah, uh, it's going to be here in Enfield, Connecticut, back at the uh, American Legion from yeah. 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. Uh, I know we haven't talked. I usually start promoting it in the beginning of the month of February. I'll bring it up now. I'm hoping by February things are calming down. I'm sure there might just be a mask mandate. 
Yeah, um, unless it talks to Scott, he said everything's still a go. So yeah. he's going with it being a go. Uh, I know January 30th is uh, the next CliffsCon in Plainville. Is that so be a, a good barometer of where things are? Yeah, yeah. Because these places are in smaller yeah, venues. Yeah, so VFWs and American Legions. It's a yeah. smaller space. Yeah. So, all right. Well, that's good. we'll get that. We got that out of the way. All yeah. right, Mark. So, Book of Bubba Fat, Episode 2. Uh, what would you think of this episode? I thought it was great. I thought it was... Uh, I thought it was awesome. I love the fact that we uh, got way more of this, the past of Bubba Fett in this one. Uh, the, the What's happening now stuff is also amazing. Seeing uh, Black, I'll mess up his name, but whatever. Uh, Black Karastan from the Dr. Uh, Amphra series was awesome. Uh, that's a character I know from there. He's from the comic books. He probably was from other places, but I know him from the comic books. Right, right. <clears throat> he popped up in the Dr. Amphra series and the first uh, Darth Vader series that I remember reading. And he was a cool character then. And just the, the fact that he's now like, and seeing him in real life was amazing. I was like, oh my gosh. That's pretty cool. They're doing it. They're bringing him in. Uh, yeah. The two huts was pretty cool. I love the yeah. terrible CGI of the huts. I always think that's fun. It wasn't that bad. It's pretty bad. For, for CGI stuff, it's pretty bad. You think so? You can definitely tell they're like cartoon characters. Like all, all, they, all, they did, all they were missing was uh, like a floating Harrison Ford stepping on their tail. It wasn't that bad. I don't <laughs> think it was that. It was episode one bad. I thought it no, was pretty no. good. It was, it, was, it was just kind of. And those are also two characters that I've read like in the comic books they've been part of as well. So Right, right. And, and they're terrible, terrible characters. But like people wise, like terrible beings. Yeah. I mean, they're the mafia. They're yeah. the mafia. I mean, it's the yeah. mafia. And you, they, you know, he killed the king. So now the family. Well, he didn't kill the king. Who killed Jabba the Hutt? Princess Leia. Oh, Princess Leia did. But he came, Bubba Fat showed up and just took over. Or took the place over because no one else was doing anything with it. Yeah. Fortuna was sitting there doing nothing. Um, Now, this whole backstory with the the, uh, sand people. Yes. um, Which is great. I'm loving learning more about the sand people. People? Peeper? People. I have a weird I have a hunch that they're gonna come into play near the end of this show to help oh, they're gonna out. be like his secret army. Yes. Yeah. I, I think so too. Yeah. Because I'm like, they gave us a lot. And I'm yeah. like, this and is what's gonna, gonna happen is the kid that's in the past is now gonna be the chief of this of the of the now time. All right. Well, I, how much time has passed for that kid to be that old? I think they said, well, Mandalorian takes place five years after. Yeah. So it could be older. Yeah. Yeah. Could be. Yeah. Um, but I do think it's showing that he wants to build bridges. And well, he, he knows wants- it's like his only chance of survival is right. with these guys. I mean, with these guys. Gonna- yeah. So I think they're going to help him yeah. take on uh, the mayor and his. Or whatever, the huts or whatever. The- Whatever is going on there, 
I still think it's Crimson Dawn. I think there's that's how they're going to rope this in. Because there's a thing out this morning, I don't know if you saw it this morning, that there's rumors that they're going to announce uh, Emily Clark's getting her own show for her character. I don't believe that. Has it been announced by Marvel or is it a rumor? It I, don't, I just rumor. saw it a quick thing this morning saying that, that um, Amelia Clark's in negotiations to do her own show. Well, this, uh, the Pike Syndicate was in the Clone Wars and yes. was in Solo. Yes. Um, and they showed up in here too. They yes. had the signature snake inspired helmets on. Yes. Um, so, I mean, there's all these factions on this planet yes. um so i think the same people are going to help bubba fat at the end i think that's a like you said well, i think that's going to be the yeah that's just going to end up happening but yeah. it'd be the other thought i had was it'd be even cooler if he ends up killing the huts and teams up with uh the wookie because that's a comic book story as well that they, they gave they, a look. They had yeah, a look. They, well, because they're both bounty hunters. So. But he seemed like he was on the side of the huts. He is. He's their the champion, so to speak. But mm. like is each he... like each hut has like a bounty hunter. Like that's like their shtick. Like Boba Fett was Jabba the Hutt's like bounty hunter guy. And then Black crossed on which i know i'm messing up his name someone will fix tell me i'm doing it wrong um it was the the, the twins bounty hunter basically so yeah um so to see how it all pans out yeah i mean i was surprised to see it was almost an hour episode it felt yeah. like a movie yeah. um i can't believe we got we're getting a lot of bang for our buck because we have what four episodes left five Total. Oh, okay. We have five. So I, I do. I wonder if the rest are going to be shorter in length. I don't know. I have a feeling they'll be right around an hour. That gave us a lot of information already of his past. Yeah. I feel like we got it all. I don't know if they're going to be going back into the past. No, he's got a lot to do because he like when he shows up in Mandalorian, he is like an expert with the the bow staff thing, whatever. Right, they call it. right. So he's not even there yet. He's still got a while to go. And I think there's going to be a lot more, like, of him finding out about the Mandalorian and you're going to get that stuff and, like, you know, finding out what happened with the Empire and everything. So yeah. all that still hasn't happened yet. So if they go there, yeah. I mean, you get five years of backstory to kind of like see, like, how he got into the story of Mandalorian. My one complaint, he takes off his helmet so much. I'm like, keep the helmet on. Because he's not a Mandalorian anymore. He was never. He's a, he, he has a... He so he's has, not a real Mandalorian, so that doesn't affect him. No, I. that's not the point. My point yeah. is, Boba Fett fights with his helmet on, and he's constantly yeah. taking it off. I'm like, just fight with it on, man. Well, that's the... Uh, that's the cure for the uh, Pedro Pascal issue. I don't think there's a Pedro Pascal. People know Mandalorian. Well, no, because that was the thing with Mandalorian. People would always say, like, oh, you know, why can't we see his face? You never see his face, blah, blah, blah. And I think it's there because they established it with the Mandalorian, gingered in, that Mandalorians don't take their helmets off ever. 
I think they're trying to like accentuate that point saying Boba Fett isn't a Mandalorian. So he doesn't know that you don't take your helmet off. So he takes it off when he's not being Boba Fett, basically. I know. It's just like, I want to see Boba Fett, not him, not his face. Yeah. It's my only minor complaint. Yeah. It's, it's a stupid one, but. Well, it's um, like him like saying, like, I don't have my armor on. I'm here to talk to you, not kill you. Yeah. See me with my helmet on, then you know there's trouble afoot. I know, but he's always like whipping it off, taking it off. Yeah. My favorite is they put the coins in the helmet, and then yeah. he's just like, okay, thanks. Now I can't put this on. Yeah, no, I can't put my helmet on. I got to dump these in <laughs> something. Or you have a bag coins. of these or something? <laughs> oh, man. Putting these dirty coins in my helmet that's going on my face. Yeah, this was a solid episode. I mean, like, I, I think it gave us a lot of his history. I feel satisfied about what we yeah. saw i feel it all adds up um and i think it's building upon that these sand people will come back yeah. and help him out in the end yeah. i think that's what it's establishing because i think um, what the mayor was talking about that there was someone else that was trying to assassinate him i don't think it was the huts because the huts would just kill you they wouldn't like send a, someone else to do it kind of thing they'd want you to know it was them yeah so I think there's some other bad out there. You think it's a crimson? It's crimson dawn. What if it's? Because to if me, it's... like going off of what makes me think this is in the comic books right now. They just finished a story in the Star Wars comics. That's it. The that's part that they're doing now. They just finished or just kind of finished was from Hoth to uh no from uh getting to hoth basically or getting to uh han solo being put in the carbonate like they got to that point yeah in this in the comic books another story they're doing is what happens after now they're like just starting after empire strikes back to return of the jedi like that story so that whole story is from the time uh, Boba Fett takes Han Solo from Cloud City to go to Tatooine to give him to Jabba the Hutt, Crimson Dawn comes in and steals Han Solo in a carbonite and tries to auction him off, basically, to raise money for Crimson Dawn and to show that they're, like, back, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Calamity ensues, Boba Fett gets Han Solo back. And then the end of the story that happened in uh, War of the Bounty Hunters was Kira like basically being like, that was just basically our way of getting ourselves back out there. Mm. But, you know, we still want to get involved in things. So I think that that's, would make sense because in that story, she was really not happy with Boba Fett. And then Boba Fett dies. Yeah. Thinks he thinks he's dead. Now he reappears as the replacement for Jabba the Hutt. Crimson Dawn would want him taken care of, so to speak. So I, I think that's where that to me that would make sense. That'd be a cool connection of everything. Would we like, get a cameo from Darth Maul? 
No, he's not the leader of Crimson Dawn at this point. Kira is. Yeah, I know, but he's still part of Crimson Dawn. No, he's dead at this point. But we don't know that. Yes, we do. How? Because in timeline-wise, he died in uh, Rebels. So in Solo, he showed up in Solo, though. Yeah, that was before uh, New Hope. That's this is true. Yes, in All the right. story ways, in storyline wise, he fights Obi Wan again in Clone Wars, and then shows up in Rebels, which takes place right before. Uh, right before New Hope. And then, yeah, he's he's dead. Okay. That makes Storyline sense. Wise. Yeah. All right. I, I'm like trying in to wrap my head stuff. around where everybody is. Yeah. In canon stuff, he's not with us anymore. All right. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I feel like the Mila, Amelia Clark thing, she doesn't need her own show. I think it's a rumor. Until until It'd be a good Marvel, show though. Like what it the, the crime I mean, syndicate show. Yeah. But we got that with That's this. her being the, the big bad though. That's her being like a good crime syndicate person. I know you need a good under, like the, the, these are basically just mafia shows at this point. Book of Boba Fett. It's basically just the mafia show. So, but yeah, but there's space. other influences. It's very Western. I'm saying, but it's just kind of like that kind of storyline wise, all the different crime families. Fighting I could for... see her showing up. I don't see her having her own show. I think if they were to do the story that they kind of just did in the comic books and had her do her own story, which they're now like launching off into its own book, Crimson Rain. Which is like a whole like her versus Darth Vader story, basically. I think that could be like a good translation into a show. Well, I mean, the next show is Obi Wan with Darth Vader. Yeah, and the next show after that's Andor. Yeah, I'm more excited for Obi Wan and Ahsoka. Yeah, a- Andor. I'm like, yeah, you're gonna die. I don't care. I want. <laughs> in the Obi-Wan. show though. Yeah, but he dies in the movie, so you yeah. know. But that's like years later. Yeah. I don't know. I guess I gotta see it. I'm not that excited for it. It's gonna be like a spy drama. I'm I think Luke, it'll be cool. I'm lukewarm on it. Right. You're Luke Skywalker about it? I'm Luke Skywalker about it. <laughs> I'm not Princess Leia. I'm Luke Skywalker. <laughs> if I was Princess Leia, I'd be all about it. But not Han Solo. I'm kind of Luke Skywalker about it. I've got a Luke Skywalker about it. Uh, but this episode, Mark, I mean, other, I, I give it a, a 10. I think it's a 10 for oh, me. Yeah. Um, amazing. Yeah. Um, I, to see, I, I felt like I was watching a movie. I, I mean, really. Oh, the train the, battle was the best. Dude, that train scene was awesome. It yeah. was better than Solo's train heist. Yeah. I hate seeing live action bikes is like for Star Wars like in-depth nerd like I am that reads all the comics and watches all the cartoons and everything and all the canon stuff and knows like a lot about the different weird factions. The the Pikes have always been like that group that's not really been like delved into yet. And if they even 
if I can delve into them and give you more about the sand people and what they're all about. I'm in. The spice must flow. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Dune. Yeah. Why is, where's the spice coming from? Where's it going? Yeah. Um, but yeah, overall, awesome, awesome episode. I can't believe tomorrow's Wednesday. Episode three will be hitting. It's funny. I didn't watch episode two until Friday. I watch it on Friday. I don't know yeah. why. So, um, all right, Mark, is there any final thoughts on that before we wrap it up? Not really. I mean, uh, we didn't mention at the beginning of the show, but we will, I'll throw it out now. Uh, we did lose Bob Saget over the weekend. Oh, yes. Uh, we talked about it before we started recording. Yes. Uh, he was amazing. Like you were talking about the Betty White documentary. If you can find it, I'm not sure where it's streaming right now, but there was a Rob Saget documentary a long while back, like a comic special, like a comedy special that he did. Yeah. Of him torn around and stuff. I saw it was, I think it was on Showtime, but it's really yeah. funny. Yeah. It was the best. Yeah. It made me like really get into Bob Saget and thought he was great. What and he was I, also connected with Don Rickles and yeah. Stamos. And they were all a group together basically for a, a long while. But yeah. Um, I, I, Anytime Bob Saget was on a podcast, I would listen to it because his yeah. stories hit his, he grew up with um, danger, uh, Ronnie Dangerfield. Mm. He became close friends with him in the comedy store and the comedy circuit, but he has such great, he had such great stories yeah. about Rodney and yeah. comedy in general. And um, yeah, Mark he was one of those guys that was like the conduit from like the old school comics like, like you're saying, Ronnie Dangerfield, Don Rickles, Bob Newhart, like that whole group into like what like Seinfeld now era comics. So it was like he was like that go between guy that like was in between the two groups, kind of, which was kind of yeah, cool. I, his comedy was really good. I, and, yeah. but, and it was very reverent, which is completely separate. It was always like his thing too. like he played really blue because he was like, I was such a nice guy on Full House. I got a go complete opposite to make people pay attention yeah 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 yeah. uh yeah he's very yeah he was very um risque when he came to his humor yes um so it's crazy though it's also it's also one of the weirdest part the the oddest part was during america's home videos they interrupted it to tell you bob saget died who used to host america's America's funniest videos yeah um yeah, the irony there. Um, yeah. That was our TikTok, our YouTube. I don't go on TikTok, so it was my. Well, I'm YouTube. just for the kids don't know YouTube anymore. They're all on TikTok. I now, can't so. stand the TikTok. Yeah, um, but uh, that was like how we saw stuff. Like we didn't like YouTube videos. That was America's Home Funniest Home Videos back in the day. Like yeah. that's all you. Everyone gathered together and Sunday nights with their parents sat down in the living room and watched Bob Saget play a bunch of funny videos yeah and that i mean it's amazing that show's still on yeah i didn't realize yeah. it was still on Fonzo Rivera. yeah he hosts it now yeah. um was tom bergeron for a long time yeah he was in between it was bob saget tom bergeron and now uh what's his face yeah and they had just done i want to say like a couple years ago they did like an anniversary special for America's Finest, I think it was like 20 some odd years or some crazy like that. 
and they had Bob Saget and Tom Bergeron came on. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, to like do like a, you know, youth anniversary thing. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That was kind of cool. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's crazy. Sixty-five years old. He was out uh, on tour. He was trying to make a another special. I guess that's what he was working on. So. Yeah, it was the first leg of his tour. Like he performed yeah. that night, he posted on Instagram that night, and went to bed. And something, something we, happened. Yeah. We don't know yeah. what happened yet. So yeah, uh, investigations. I mean, there's no foul play, no drugs, no alcohol. He didn't kill himself. I mean, yeah. these are all Which is good because he had issues yeah. there for a while with that stuff. Like he had, he admit he was in. Uh, which one of those Norm Macdonald movies was it? One of the Norm Macdonald movies he was in. Where he was in rehab. Yeah, but he wasn't in rehab in real life. No, no, but I'm saying, but I know that he actually did have some drug issues as well. Early, I don't, on I don't know if he did or alcohol or something. It, it was something been alcohol, like but yeah, um, and um, it might have been dirty work or uh, half baked. I want to think it was dirty work. He says, "I'll I'll suck your dick for blow." Yeah. Bob Saget. And I think that's when I first realized, I'm like, oh my God, Bob Saget said that? And then that's yeah. how I discovered that his humor was very political. Yes, very risky, yes. Yeah, and plus I was young when that movie came out, so I didn't know any better. I just yeah. saw Bob Saget on Full House or America's Funniest Videos. Yeah. And then when I saw that movie and that scene, I was like, yeah. oh my, we all laughed our asses off. Yeah. Coming from America's dad. Yes, yeah. He was America's dad at the time, yeah. I think. Yeah. He was, yeah, that was uh, the full house time. That was, yeah, he was telling everyone how to solve all their problems. You got to hug it out, you got to hug it yeah. out when the music changes. You know, it's gonna get serious, gonna get serious. We're gonna sit down for a deep talk with Bob Saget, Danny Tanner, you give it a hug, and everything's cured. Yeah, yeah, which has uh, to be honestly one of the saddest premises for a comedy show ever. What. Full house. Well, yeah, his wife died. His wife dies in a car accident. So her brother and one of his friends comes to live with them so he can help raise his kids. Yeah. It's like when we were young, I never got that, like the the, the full gist of it until you're older and you think about it. I'm like, what a sad concept for a show. Who would go into somewhere and be like, all right, so here's what's going to happen. We're going to make a a family comedy but the premise is the lead wife dies in a tragic car accident and he's left with three young daughters. And then what's going to happen is his, her goofy com- comedian brother is going to come and live with them. And then his buddy is going to, and her other brother, I think it was her other brother, right? No. Yeah. Joey's Joey's Jesse was his, her brother. That's I, I'm not in her brother. Jesse's going to come live with him and her best buddy. Joey is going to come live with live with them and help raise the kids. Stamp it. Make it so. Back then, sitcoms were kind of weird. There's a lot of That's like a sitcoms. dark, dark concept. But they made it funny. Yeah, in parts. I remember they used to like have episodes where they talked about the mom and all that. Whew. Yeah, I don't know. Very weird. Very bizarre. Yeah. Very dark. Yeah. They hugged it out in the end. They hugged it out. 
Cut right. it out. Cut, cut it out. All right, Mark. It's, it's been a show. We'll wrap it up. We'll be back next week with episode three of Bubba Fat. Yes. More news. Uh, subscribe, like, like us, and um, we'll see you in a week. Yes. We'll see everyone next week. Everyone be good. And as always, don't cross the Grandma Mafia.